1: My VIP guest is Sridhar Solur. Sridhar goes by Sri, and over the past 25 years, Sri has been at the forefront of innovation, leading high-tech products and businesses. He spent over two decades at Hewlett Packard, serving as founder and CPO of Cloud Cloud Print, the company's variables and IoT business. He would go on to serve in executive roles at Shark Ninja and Berkshire Gray, respectively, and served on leadership roles in taking both companies public. Now, as CEO at Kenmore, Sri is leading the trusted appliance makers foray into home electrification and smart home markets. Sri, truly a pleasure. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big.
2: Arjun, thank you for having
0: me.
1: So Sri, first of all, congratulations on an amazing journey, very well-deserved, I just want to ask the question right away
0: is, what makes swedhar Solur successful? I think we are all creatures of our own circumstances or products of our own circumstances.
2: I think there, there have been spectacular array of failures in my past that has shaped
0: who I am. And I do believe that has played an outsized role in where I am today, Arjun. Mm -hmm. And I love the way you share the
1: failures to be spectacular. And I just want to put you in a very unique company. In my office, I have this poster staring at me, which is a Michael Jordan ad. And this was an ad with Michael Jordan and Nike. And for those of you who are younger, haven't seen it, just search for Michael Nike, Michael Jordan, Nike and failure. And Michael Jordan talks about how in his career he has missed more than 9,000 shots. X number of times he was given the game winning shot he missed and it writes in big things, I failed and because of that I succeed. And I really think taking pride of failure is very important. So Sri, as you look at failure, How do you have this perspective of so embracing it so positively moving forward and not let failure define you?
2: It's very simple. Failure has led me through unique paths, which have served as shortcuts to
0: success. And that I feel has shaped my thinking about taking risk, taking a path less traveled and also enjoying the journey along the way. Brilliant. I would have never thought of how, till you talked about how failure
1: opens our mind to choose different paths. And these are shorter paths, faster paths. Love that. So I want to bring this discussion to Kenmore. So as you take each of these mindsets that is there, based on public knowledge, whatever you're comfortable sharing at Kenmore, what is one of the biggest challenges you and your team faced or imminent failures and how do you navigate it through to come out as super winners?
2: Arjun, it's very simple. Kenmore is a brand that is recognized and loved
0: across the the US and, and, and North America. Second, it's
2: a timeless brand. It's over 100 years old and, and, and you're a person who knows the inside outs of keeping a brand alive and loud you know, across decades. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest challenges that I faced when I took on this role is we were supply constraint.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Can more as a brand relied on manufacturers like Whirlpool, like LG, like Electrolux, like GE to make
0: products for Kenmore. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But coming out of the pandemic and coming out of bankruptcy,
2: we were put in a situation where we were phenomenally supply constrained because none of our traditional suppliers were able to be the OEMs and suppliers for the future. Mm -hmm. So you have a brand that people love. You have a brand that people would want to walk into a store and buy products, but you need supply. Mm -hmm. And being in that unique position and going back to the same set of suppliers was not leading us anywhere. Mm -hmm. Talk, Talk about failures. And what we did was we took a very unique approach and we went to what we call as emerging OEMs. Arjun, I can very happily say last year, at this point in time, we had one supplier. This year, we're going to end up with nine unique, innovative OEMs making products
0: for Kenmore from different parts of the world. we basically went from literally zero to a 100 hmm. metaphorically when it comes to supply of power. And what I love is a situation that you faced was nearly making you extinct
1: because there was no way out if you did not find the solution. You made it into a string. And now the very fact, not only your supply power is zero to 100, as you said, but the very fact you have diversified it globally makes you more strong, resilient for future. Amazing example. So Sri, you know, knowing that this is a big challenge, 100 year plus old brand, of course, you must have put in an amazing team so, what's your secret of building a team? Especially these are not easy battles to take a team to. Like, a lot of us, like me, for listening to it itself, I'm just freaking out. I really wanted to know how the story ends. How do you take, like, how do you seek future leaders? Like, what's the best way to find those leaders who you want to be on your team?
0: Evaluating leaders on two quadrants mindset
2: and expertise let's put expertise aside which is i think not a difficult attribute to fill Mm -hmm. but from a mindset perspective i have a framework of what i call as three c's one is consistency
0: the second one is competence the third one is connection Competence is self-explanatory, but let me explain consistency.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Arjun, consistency is all about making incremental progress every day so that you can absolutely
0: depend on the power of compounding. Mm -hmm. From day one, since I have been a CEO, I have met with the chairman of my board every week. Every week, every week, every organization is on weekly sprints within my company,
2: legal. Legal is on weekly sprints, operations, supply chain, product, engineering, customer service. It's not just software development. So that consistency week over week showing up even if you are a mediocre kind of person, the power of compounding and consistency will make you a winner. So that's number one. Love that. But th- the third one is, you brought Michael Jordan as an example. Winning is a team sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making those right connections and building on those connections are really, really important. And of course, the third C is competence. And Arjun, NASA basically looks at this, the three C framework hmm. and, and think about a space station. You have astronauts and cosmonauts from different countries coming together. And there is a spacewalk. walk. You got to trust each other. Mm-hmm. You got to trust yes. their competence, their connection. And you know, day after day, minute after minute, they're going to come through for you in terms of being consistent. And I just believe those three Cs are
0: an amazing attributes of a framework to evaluate and bring people on the team.
1: I love this. And this just gives me a different dimension. Like recently, I just finished just because I can my certification as a sports mental coach, and what I learned was the difference. If you look at in some team sports and in individual sports, let's say you're playing tennis, if something is going wrong, you and only Shri is in hundred percent power to make adjustments. But in a sports, what I learned was, the moment a team individual starts making individual adjustments you leave bigger holes. We are playing soccer. We are two backs. If we start making mentally individual adjustments, we are leaving bigger gaps between us and holes. So what I learned was exactly what you're talking about, the whole connection was I learned the three parts was if you, are, you and I are on a team, we need to learn each other. Once we learn about each other, then we can automatically lean on each other. And the power is once we learn and lean each other, then we adjust together. That whole connection you talked about, winning is a team sport, I really love the way you shaped it because right away it took me back to that adjusting together is what winning is, especially in a team. It's not about individually what we are capable of. And I really love the way you connected it to the NASA
0: using it. It's a great nugget for all of us, as you shared. Thank you. Thank you. So,
1: I just want to look at a bigger picture because we all go through life learning. There must be a lot of mentors in your life who have made a big impact, influence. Is there one person whose name jumps up who a lesson that person taught you really stayed with you that defines you? Yeah. Uh,
0: That person is my mother, Arjun. She was an engineer. She worked tirelessly to basically build power semiconductors and designs that put
2: satellites, Indian satellites into orbit. And she had a team of women Mm -hmm. that worked very, very well together But what she did was her combination of a blue-collared work ethic. Mm -hmm. First one in, last one out. And
0: the combination of humility and tenacity. The combination of telling and teaching that it's not how often
2: you fall but how quickly you get up and run that defines you. Mm -hmm. And finally, highlighting to me that in every walk of life, never take more than you can give.
1: I love that. I love that. And that makes the world so much better. If you give more, each one of us do that. That solves nearly every problem on this planet.
0: And, and, And she always said, any relationship, any conversation, when you walk away, always remember, you should have given more than what you have taken. Wow. And I truly appreciate you
1: sharing because you are giving us such a lot in this conversation. So Sri, building on that, based on amazing wisdom from your mom, and I would bet there have been other mentors too. If you have to choose one piece of the biggest learning that you want to take with you in your journey forward, what is that big learning that you want to take with you in the journey?
2: We started with failure. And I want to continue on that topic. Is It's not how often you fall, but how quickly you can get up and run. That defines you. When I'm not working... I like to run. Mm -hmm. I run on trails. Mm -hmm. And and I have learned this so often. When you run on trails, you twist your ankle so many times.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Stop. or I can tell you, you'll be in excruciating pain. But if you just continue to run, magically, right, the pain goes away. With with a mildly twisted ankle Mm -hmm. on a trail run. I'll give you an example very early on in life when I went to an engineering school I picked up an engineering school
0: in Kashmir tell you the year was 1988 REC Srinagar Mm -hmm. you know what 1989 the wall fell and it became a war zone
3: Mm.
0: and and The school shut. The school was shut. And then what happened was some of us
2: took upon ourselves, went and wrote articles in the newspaper, spoke to the politicians, started a campaign to repatriate all the students. Mm -hmm. That taught me leadership. That taught me how to communicate. That taught me how to rally the, the set of troops. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another example after I finished my engineering I applied for my master's degree
0: here in the US I got four visa rejects even mm-hmm. though I had a scholarship
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, and that was because we,
2: you know, we, we were not very uh, well to do and guess what I did I joined a company that wherein we worked on products that were really, really amazing. And I will tell you what that product was, Arjun, and that's going to put a smile on your face. It's AltaVista, one of the first search engines. (laughs) And guess what happened? Digital equipment bought it. And guess what happened? I came to the US on an L1A, intercompany transfer of executives. Hmm. And you know what happens when you come on L1A visa? You get your green card the fastest. Wow. If I had come on an H1, I would have had to wait. You know, first of all, I, I would have come on a student visa and then had to find a job. Here, I had a job, I had a green card and guess what happened, Arjun? My company sponsored me for my business school degree. Life failure is cuts, take Sorry. the best traveled failing. Think of that as an opportunity. You will find the shortest path to success through failure.
1: You know, three things really hit me as you shared this. Okay, First, when you talked about your regional engineering college experience in Srinagar, I really want to point to everybody listening. Is a big part of the story is Sri not finding a path only for himself, okay? Sri could very easily could have found path, but he looked at with everyone to repatriate every student. That's what a leader does. Leader does not find a way to cross the finish line. He gets everybody across. And then yeah. after he looks back, even in the dark to see every nobody's left behind, then he crosses, okay? That was a big one. The second to me, I also feel that you, having an open mind. Sometimes we get so married to a path, when that path closes, we just literally stay glued to that path and the part of the past and can't see forward. But the biggest thing I'm telling, getting from all this is you are sharing all this with zero negativity, okay? Because many a time in life, when things don't happen, It takes some of our positivity away. And if you lose 1% of your positivity at A and B and C, very soon you are left with nothing. And I really think that's the part I really, really am enjoying this amazing enthusiasm and positivity, which I really think is the good contagiousness that we need. I want to take this to a next level of the conversation. And this section, I call it playfully a BS section, which is bragging shamelessly. This is your best buddies. I want you to tell me one thing about Sri that you are most proud of.
0: Yeah, it's, let me talk about a product that
2: we brought to market. Okay. I'm a product developer. I've been, I've been building products starting a very young age, like vacuum tube based AM radio with my mom uh, from, from the very early days. Um, it's not just about building products, also selling products. So I was brought in as the chief product officer of an appliance
0: company, a small appliance company called Shark Ninja. And think about it. It is December in the year, we have committed to retailers that we are going
2: to ship an advanced navigation robot and that is gonna be in retail by August of next year. And they had attempted to build an advanced nav robot and this is an appliance company. Think about it, there's no tech. I'm a tech exec brought in as the head of products, build an advanced nav robot. And they had attempted to build an advanced nav robot two years in a row, working with some of the biggest educational institutions, hiring the best minds, and that failed. And, and the retailers basically said, one chance, you got to do this, because that failed the previous year. I'm very happy to say,
0: in a span of less than nine months, a robot between the cloud on the robot, which has two
2: operating systems, you know, one for navigation, one for safety critical functions, and the app, 47 million lines of code for a company that was doing just, you know, vacuum cleaners and, 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 and cooking. You had to like take that company and build a robot in the marketplace, an advanced nav robot. And plus, think about it. There are many other companies that have built a moat around their technology. Mm-hmm. Case in point, iRobot mm-hmm. and build a massive mm-hmm. moat around their technology. So anything that we bring to the market, we have to make sure we don't step on the landmines of intellectual property. Totally. But you also- i happy to say, yeah. December 21st, I vividly remember, and I said, we got to take a d- different path than working with educational institutions in the US really well-known for robotics. So we looked at a couple of companies, we looked at the attitudes of people.
0: Jan 10th, I made a decision on the path that we are gonna take. That August, the robot shipped.
3: Hmm.
0: When we brought the robot, the
2: Shark IQ robot to market, iRobot's stock price fell by 50%, oh. and I can vividly remember the happiness when we shipped over a million robots oh. that <laughs> year. And, 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 and the beauty of this is there, there have been circumstances where for two, three years in a row, things have not been possible. Mm-hmm. You come in, you take a different approach, and you're able to execute. And I find that uh, very gratifying. It was a phenomenal team that we put together and we all had one mission. I love that. With, as a team
1: sport. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where I think in a team sport that one mission is important. So I'm going to change gears now. So Sri, you just opened your computer and see there's an evite. This invite e. comes from an event where you have been invited and there are two other people. One is a 16-year-old Sri and a 100-year-old Sri. So here are two questions. Where would that meeting happen between those three Shris? And what would the conversation be like in that meeting?
0: Oh, I, I really know where that meeting is happening.
2: Uh, it's it's definitely on a running trail.
1: I'm gonna guess that
2: it, it, it is definitely on on a running trail. And the the conversation is gonna be very simple. It's it's gonna be on one topic on whether I'm living in the present. Because very early on, growing up with almost very little, I realized having worries about the future and regrets about the past does very little about living in the present. Mm -hmm. And in that meeting, we are going to exchange notes about the past, present, and the future just to make sure along the way we live in an environment where as you know, many people are saving for tomorrow and not living today.
0: And you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna live poor and die rich.
1: Great point, great point. Love that. So Sri, this has been a fascinating conversation. Okay? And you know, I have been looking forward to this conversation and for reasons beyond our control, it got delayed. I really appreciate. And sometimes I think when you wait, And you get to the conversation you really appreciate it even more so as we wrap up you have been very kind to ask answer every question i had do you have any questions for me
0: look you you are a brands guru and i'm running a brands organization Mm -hmm. i would love to hear from you on The attributes of and and, right from from your perspective, right? What makes a brand amazing from your perspective?
1: Yes, so to me, brands are made by humans. Okay. I really have two simple thoughts. There's no faking. If you cannot be the customer, think like the customer feel like the customer, you cannot act. I was one time invited to speak at an elderly home care and I requested the board that I spend two nights there. And once I spent two nights, Sri, first thing I realized that for me to go in when my time comes, I have to take everything from my house and only take two four by six picture frames. If that does not declare a war in my family, I don't know what declares a war. Secondly, when I did lay down on the bed, because they feel elderly people will have accidents at night, the bed has all these layers of plastic, which means if I turn left, there's sound. If I turn right, there's sound. Only way I can go to sleep is take a wooden hammer and knock me. Next day, in the board, I asked them, how many of you have been a guest? And that's the part where there's no faking. If you have not used your product, if you have not lived it does not work. And the same also is for your competition. It's very easy for us to poo-poo our competition. No, there are smart people who are working equally hard, if not harder. So I really think that's the first part is experiencing. And the second part is my next book I'm working on is, I realized finally the whole concept of marketing should be go dumb. Dummification is very important because many a time we try to communicate to make ourselves look smart. The consumer doesn't have all the time. The consumer has a life. They may see your brand once every five years or seven years when they need to buy an appliance and that's the time. They just want to know why is Kenmore better? Like we worked with this eye care place out uh, out of Florida, elderly population, and we came up with a tagline which I was embarrassed to share. But they loved it and the eye care and don't laugh when I share this to you, it is very simply, I care about your eye care. The the patients love this, the nurses love this because it allows them to have a conversation. They even put buttons of eye care. Okay, so that's the part where what I'm learning is to humanize anything. You really have to put yourself in the position. And then. You being a super smart, super PhD in the appliance and tech field cannot talk to me as free. You have to come to Arjun's level, Montessori level, and say, Arjun, better refrigerator because your wife will, you will not regret when your wife sees you get home. More. Like you have to dummify the heck of it. And I really think that is missing so I really wanted to share these two concepts with you and hopefully
2: they resonated. I'm I'm just going to add something because something you said about human and brand resonated the four attributes and all those four companies are trillion dollar companies Mm -hmm. bear with me it appeals to the human instincts you said human and brand one the brain clever little thing google Yep. Second, art, anything that does connection, you know, you know, the Facebook and like, it's, it's about creating connection, a brand creating connection. That's a trillion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Appealing to the gut, the, the, the very thought that you're going to get more for less, which is like Amazon. And then appealing, generally, the embrace and, and the love part of it is Apple, mm-hmm. right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Trillion-dollar company great brands appeals to the human instincts and you brought the human factor you know I thought that was the best way to like bring this all together especially for you know uh, talking to a brand guru like you thank cool. you very much
1: thank you truly appreciate it. and thank you all for listening to Sridhar amazing conversation and Sridhar thanks again
2: thank you Arjun have a wonderful day
0: You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts.